0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 83
1: of 83 things.
0: Who is what well, who has worn 83 over the course of their career? Let's see. <laughs> we should have this done by now.
2: Honestly, I'm thinking of great 83s in the world. Yeah, why aren't there why aren't there more NBA players who wore 83?
0: I assume anyone in the NBA wearing a number that's over Forty-five is there for violence. What do you mean? Why, why, why violence?
2: Why violence right. when you hear eighty-three?
0: I feel like someone in the NBA wearing eighty-three, like that's probably the goon on the team. Like, think of a person like Jay Crowder wears ninety-nine. Okay, I can see ninety-nine, but like eighty-three is just so random. It's like, yo, this is your number. You are here to fight people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm
2: okay so here i'm looking at some um, martellus bennett uh arnaz battle
0: mm-hmm. tyler west Bull, walker I
2: 83.
0: there we go dion tyler there we go didn't Russell andre walker. reed wear 33. 33 or
2: 83?
0: 83 mm, 83. i actually. could be wrong
2: Mark Campbell?
0: Don't know who that is.
2: Bob Christensen. Come on, dog. You remember the days of Bob Christensen?
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. I was just talking about him the other day. We was texting about him the other day.
2: Yeah, Bob Tyrone Davis and Tyree Davis. And mm, Fred Davis. Tell me
0: tell me, tell me, me what they were there for. Tell me what Tyrone Davis was doing in the league. 95, 96,
2: 97, 97. He was probably laying some wood. Pause. Let's All right. See. Uh Man, there's a lot of... O, O.J. Howard? He wears 83 now. Shout out O.J. Howard. Hope you get healthy soon, oh, my wow. brother. Oh, man. Man, a lot of Johnsons wore 83. Wonder that's, why that is. That's weird. I wonder why that is. Danny, tell the people where they, they can find this great podcast from.
0: So, as always, this show is brought to you by goingfor2.com. Head over to goingfor2.com for all your daily fantasy needs. Uh, the fantasy football playoffs are here. Some leagues, your playoffs start this week. They may have started last week. That's I think it's a little early. I think they can start this week, next week. Uh, so head over to goingfor2.com. Get in. Get that last bit of info you need to take your team across the finish line to win the number one spot. I know I will be using goingfor2.com uh not this week. Well this week as well, but I know our playoff starts next week in our redraft league which we'll talk about later. But again, head over Both to
2: hopefully
0: They do. So in the dynasty league, I've kind of checked out because my team is submit mid and I didn't like I'm I'm building for the future. Like my team is like too many injuries, too many underperformers. Like I'm You're fighting for a job. playoff spot. Huh? You're not you throwing in the towel
2: and trying to look, look trying to secure a better draft pick.
0: No, I'm not I'm not tanking. Like I'm not, it's not like I'm benching Josh Allen for Kirk Cousins. I am putting the best roster on the field, but mm. over the past four or five weeks, that that my best is still not good enough. So I am trying to be a smart GM and I'm starting to think about the future and what that could look like from Ronald Isley's tax returns in the no. the dynasty okay. league. Um, D, we we have a lot planned tonight. Do you want to let the folks know what we're talking about?
2: Oh man, we're gonna start off, of course, talking a little NFL. We'll start off uh chatting about the NFL and week 13 and some of our biggest takeaways. And of course, we like to talk about who we think we have the most embarrassing loss. We'll get into that. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about uh Lamar Jackson's injury, what that may potentially mean for the Baltimore Ravens in the AFC North. We'll talk about the Coswell playoff we have our top four. We'll also mention a few notable bowls and get our our winners and predictions on that. We'll end our quick hitters off talking a little bit about, you know, Monday Night Football. Uh, Baker Mayfield was released. I saw the Titans released there. GM um, Deion Sanders is now the head coach of Colorado. We'll talk about that. Luke Fickles, the head coach of Wisconsin. Chat a little bit about that. Anthony Davis and the Lakers are playing better. We'll chat a little NBA. Um, And then we might do a little bit of laughing while we're in the world of NBA of what Chris Paul did last week to repair whatever Kanye decided to wake up and do. Um, and then we'll end it off chatting a little bit about uh, fantasy. The playoffs are here. Um, so, Danny, you're ready to go. I'm, I'm ready. I'm re- I, If you're ready, let's get into it. Let's get it. All right. So, week 13 in the NFL. Had a honestly had a really good slate of games. I don't I don't know if I was necessarily anticipating, but nonetheless, here we are. So last Thursday we started in New England. the The Bills beat up on the Patriots. I, I don't know why I thought the Patriots recover at home, but I'm crazy. It's whatever. Um, and the Bills are now the number one seed in the AFC. Yes. Um, the Packers, if they're going to beat anyone, they're going to make sure they beat the Chicago Bears. So we saw the Packers beat the Bears. Minnesota wins literally another close game. So if there's any foreshadowing to how you think Minnesota is going to lose in the playoffs, it's it, the recipe's piece right there. Um, so they, they won a close one versus the Jets. Uh, the Eagles just beat up on Tennessee in the A.J. Brown revenge game. <laughs> the Broncos, like they just let, I, I don't even like they just completely let one get away literally in the last minute versus the Ravens. Uh, The Bengals knock off the Chiefs at home and continue their winning ways uh, versus the Chiefs. That's three in a row. Um, And then, of course, in the NFC East, we had a Cowboys beatdown of the Colts and an NFC mid-off between Mm -hmm. Commanders and the Giants. Danny, I got to ask you, what are your two biggest takeaways from Week 13?
0: Uh this is semi-Eagles related. The first one for me was the Jets letting the Vikings beat them because they just refused to run the QB sneak on third and goal and fourth and goal from the one. Mike White's a pretty big dude. Like he's not like it's not like getting Kyler Murray to run the QB sticks. I understand that. But the Eagles have given y'all the blueprint on short yardage situation. Get your tight end, get your running back or receiver behind the quarterback and just push him forward. That is not illegal. If it's short yardage, especially with the guy who was the size of Mike White, he just has to fall forward. You score, you win the game. For the life of me, I know we talk about in college the refusal to get under center and run QB sneaks. It has to be out of shotgun, but these are professionals. Run the QB sneak. Don't overthink it. Don't get cute. Mike White could just have fallen forward into the end zone. It's a very, very easy play to do.
2: I don't know why, with fourth and less than one, that like I think I don't know if it was Peyton or either. who was saying it yesterday. It was like, why would you do a play where you have to exchange the ball for four yards in the backfield? Doesn't make all sense. You less than a yard. So I, I definitely feel you on that.
0: That that was number one. I was just flabbergasted watching that on red zone. And even um, Scott Hansen was like, yo, why don't you just run a QB sneak? Like the whole world's like, hey, man, You're he
2: right just there. has to
0: fall forward. You're right there. Uh, the second one for me is you talked about it earlier. The Bengals have beaten the Chiefs three times this calendar year. It looks like Joey B. Who would have thought? I mean, I would have thought Joey B seems to be Patrick Mahomes Kryptonite. Joey B so y'all I'm blacker than you. Come here, give me give me these doves.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Joey, 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 Joey B Joey B took his trade and said,
0: You was not. One of them stop fronting for the persona that these dudes out here.
2: Yeah, that's what we're telling them. Nah, nah, it's 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 definitely interesting. You wonder if the Bengals think they may have a recipe for success when it comes with matching up one on one versus the Chiefs because they clearly have a formula and beating them it's three different times. Nice. One time in the game that sends you to the Super Bowl, so it's not like they haven't gotten the Chiefs' best effort. If if anything, they have gotten the Chiefs' complete best effort, and they cannot seem beat him. So you got to wonder, and you know, this is a copycat league. What do the Bengals do well versus the Chiefs that other teams maybe don't do? Uh, Cause a lot of teams have, I mean, a lot of analysts and a lot of people have been just, just nuttin off the, off the, the, the 49ers in that defense. But the last time the Niners and the Chiefs played this year, it wasn't pretty. It it's wasn't true. pretty. So, um, hmm you got anything else i' I'm, might I'm get into my takeaways i think going into my, my takeaways uh one oh man again i want to reiterate the fact that some good very very good coordinators are not very very good head coaches um i think that's what what, what i i Josh McDaniels uh, and Brendan Staley down there, and the Chargers versus the Raiders game. I was watching. I was just watching that, and I was like, "Fam, this is like a coaching mid off." Like, like, I'm not really impressed by any of the coaching jobs here. You guys just have like a lot of sup- superior talent on the field that's just bailing you out. You know, you wonder some of sometimes uh, how many coaches would really be in hotter water if more of their games weren't put at 1 p.m. Eastern time.
0: That's a fair question.
2: Like, I know they're winning games, but Dan Campbell, man, I'm glad he was playing at 1 p.m. a lot of those times. Because why are all your games close? That like, you know what I'm saying? If all your yeah. games are close, to means like you're stinky or like some of these coaching decisions are just bad.
0: I will say though, it is fun to watch the Detroit Lions. I had and a lot of fun watching that game.
2: Because you know why? Because for no reason, their games are just going to be close,
0: and it's a blast. Like and that they, might they be went, the most fun team to watch in the league. Low key, they been
2: up like thirty to whatever against the Jags, and still had to grind that one out because the Jags, Jags was coming back. The Jags and the uh, the Lions are two teams, people. I would highly suggest you watch, just because like they're giving everyone like a great game, just simply off the fact that they are just trying to figure it out.
0: That's it. That's, That's like all they're it
2: is. trying to figure it out. So they have to play hard. Those are like the worst teams to play during the year, too. Not the teams that are like playing for like playoff implications, but the teams who have nothing to play for and they still play hard. It's like, hey, old dog. Y'all got four wins in the 13, like so far in 13 games, we got four wins. Like, why y'all doing this? Well, Another-
0: the, Jag, the Jags play the Cowboys in two weeks. I need you to do Jag things. I need you to beat the Cowboys. Thank you.
2: Are you afraid of the Cowboys?
0: Fuck no. Excuse my language. But it would be nice to have some more cushion. You would.
2: I. Would, I'm would surprised you're not asking for more cushion versus the Minnesota Vikings. I ain't worried about the Vikings. Okay. See, you have. I don't. I don't know if the Eagles have really gotten too deep into y'all's divisional games. You have to. You have. I mean, I know y'all played the the Commanders twice.
0: We played the Commanders twice and the Cowboys. And the Cowboys. We played the Giants this week. We still have a, two meetings with the Giants and one meeting with the Cowboys.
2: Hey, you. If all goes well, you all win all those games. But when it comes to divisional games, you have to assume you might have one or two losses just because they see you twice a year. Yes. Like, it's going to be some – well, you know, off of the second game versus the Commanders, you'd be like, yo, that's some BS. This game doesn't – whatever. Complete
0: tomfoolery.
2: Yeah, like the complete whatever game. Like our game against – like our game earlier, the Packers game earlier this year against the Lions, and we went – we got down the red zone like five or six times and was just throwing interceptions and stuff. It was like, all right, well, this is just some bullshit. Like, just chalk this this up to being some bullshit. I think my second takeaway from Week 13, and before I say that, was good. Kyle was good. Bam was good. Gator J, uh, Bam said that the reason why teams like the Lions and the Jags play so hard, no matter what, is because that's how they keep their fan base lose but keep it close, constantly giving fans hope. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Pretty much. Hope is the greatest drug on earth.
2: Yep, yes, it is. Um, my second takeaway from week thirteen. I can't believe I'm saying this, but part of me kind of wanted a top five pick for my Green Bay Packers. And I thought about it, and I was like, Well, I can't expect the Bears to help us. They haven't beaten us in like four or five years. They might they might lose to a team that's not good. And sure enough, guess what they did. Oh man. There's Listen, we're at week 13 now. It's safe to say that with the amount of stinky football being left to play or being played still, I think we can all safely say that this is just a lot of stinky football left in the NFL. And this is the NFL product currently. Fam, An NFL team started uh, – I don't remember his name. Kyle Allen. An NFL team started Kyle yes. Allen this week.
0: In Houston, but we we know what Houston's goal is. Houston is here for C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young. Mm Who they 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 they're here for a quarterback. We know why Houston's here.
2: Kyle says the Green Bay Packers, and he is correct. The Green Bay Packers are now the all-time NFL leader in wins, which is pretty
0: cool. I remember hearing that on the on the broadcast. That's a cool stat.
2: Yes, so the Packers are the all-time leader in NFL wins. Um, it's funny that when you look at the history of the the Packers, we've only had a few quarterbacks, but they've just been generational quarterbacks. Now, all of them are only good for one Super Bowl win, and that's okay. Like that's okay. That like it is. It it, it is what it is. It's funny because you know we've been playing better offensively it's just defensively we are i don't even think ass is the word we're putrid like
0: but christian watson he's good that boy that boy that boy good yeah he good
2: it's funny at 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 this point in the season would you take him as offensive rookie of the year
0: uh i'd have to think about that let me think about other there's no quarterback. No quarterback. We can take that out. There's no quarterbacks. Are there any other like, receivers putting up like numbers?
2: You can look at maybe a Chris Olave. Yeah. It may Maybe Kenneth Walker. He yeah. A right now, um, and we're talking just strictly offensive rookies. I mean, Damian Pierce. I don't. He's kind of falling off. Falling off maybe the last three weeks or so. Um, I don't know. I think. Christian Watson has a chance. He scored in, like, what, four, five, six straight games?
0: Yeah, he has, like, nine touchdowns in, like, the past four games or five games, Some yeah. absurd like that. He's good, and he's fast. He's, like,
2: naturally fast. It's funny because, you know, the whole narrative that the Packers never give Aaron Rodgers any help, and now it's just he's silently racking up these touchdowns, and people, I think people don't want to highlight it because then you have to highlight the fact that he's a second-round pick. Yeah. And that's not the narrative they want to push. Yeah, it's a clear narrative that I, you know, I don't want to get into it. But if y'all heard what LeBron said last week about the whole Jerry Jones thing, you 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 see what's going on. The media, whether it's sports media or regular news coverage media, they be playing these games in our faces, and they're just, I mean, and they just letting it know. They listen,
0: listen. Who had the most embarrassing losses of the week, my friend? Oh, we, uh, we we're on the same page. The Fighting Jeff Saturdays. You were up. You were, have a two-point conversion. from tying the game. And you turn around. I went to bed. And I was like, "Oh, Colts might pull this out. And then I saw the score. And I was like, did I miss something? Man. That fourth quarter. Jeff, you're not getting that job. Like, you're good. Like, you, you with, like, you're not getting that job, dog. You can't do that and then ask for that head coaching job.
2: Yo, I... Went and I got a quick uh quick uh quesadilla and margarita from the Mexican spot up the street from my crib. And it I think it was uh like I was still in contention in my fantasy game. I needed the uh Dallas defense to keep letting the Colts score, but not letting it be. Jonathan Taylor or Michael Pittman, because dude had Dallas defense, Jonathan Taylor, Michael Pittman, and they were essentially balancing each other out to where he wasn't really gaining it in the points that he needed mm-hmm. to catch up to me. And so I'm like, all right, well, this game is going to be close contested. And I think the Cowboys are going to run away with it. I think I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop watching it and go get my quesadilla dog. I came back and that game was very, like I lost by 11 points.
0: Big mistake
2: lost by 11 points
0: which league was this
2: uh it was it was in a, a league we're not in together okay uh, but uh yeah I lost, I lost by 11 points and I was I was like what what now the real reason why I lost is because I, I benched Jalen Waddle no I started Jalen Waddle and benched Devonte Smith when I really uh. should have. but look my other wide receiver was Christian Watson so I was like okay well
0: I can only start two of you. Oh, you made the right choice. Who We didn't know Waddle would get hurt in the San Fran game. And it, how hurt is he? Well, he came back, but he was questionable. Like, he was out, and he came back, he called a pass, and that was it. Yeah.
2: So, luckily in that league, I've already secured a first-round bye, which I'll talk about later, but I need some help to help secure a, a third, first-round buy, and then... These other these other two leagues of mine where I'm not getting a first-round by, I, I just need to get in, man. I just need to get in.
0: Just need to I'll get do in. my best to help you with that.
2: I actually had a different embarrass, most embarrassing loss of the week. So while, while that Colts game was disgusting and it, it was nasty, I, I cannot seem to – this is like when JaVille McGee was donkey of the day. Not donkey of the oh, day. Man. It was on Shaq and the Fool for weeks at a time. The Denver Broncos, I just cannot escape this feeling, dog, because every time I watch y'all's game, especially this week when you're going against a Baltimore Ravens team who you can tell energy-wise they're depleted without Lamar Jackson, offensively they are very um, stymied. They're they're, they're stagnant in what they can do offensively, and you still find a way to wait until the very last minute of the game to lose. Unbelievable. I think it was, what, 10-9? Yes, like, like dog, y'all didn't score an offensive touchdown.
0: All right, pray like, for your Broncos fam,
2: fam. If you are a, a Broncos fan or know a friend who's a Broncos fan, you just gotta you just gotta remind them that they gave two hundred million of them things mm. away to pay for this. So this is what it's gotta be for a little bit
0: good luck and you know,
2: there's a, well there's a lot of people who uh who invested into the the like there's a couple of investors in that ownership stake for the Broncos including my man Sir Lewis Hamilton for my favorite F1 team the Mer- you know Mercedes hey brother I'll take some of that money I'll, hey I'll give me 200 million and see how, see what I make it I'll make a shake I'll make a shake in the NFL.
0: I'd blow my knee out week three put me on IR we Gucci <laughs>
2: Bam says, hopefully Greg Roman takes the Stanford job and gets the hell out of Baltimore. So is it Greg Roman, the offensive? Because I know a lot of people like to give Greg Roman, the offensive coordinator, a lot of shit. But yeah, let's just talk about the fact that the, where the Ravens consistently draft versus the talent that's there is never equal. The Ravens are always drafted in 27th, 28th, 29th, 30th, 31, or 32 because they're a good team that, always, that most of the time makes the postseason. Can we agree to that? Yep. Okay. The Ravens' biggest issue is wide receiver. They don't have a true wide receiver one threat. And because of that, they have to find unique ways to get their talented group of wide receiver twos and threes involved. Their quote-unquote wide receiver one and Rashad Bateman, he's hurt. I don't know if he's he's hurt. I'll say that. He's, He's hurt. So they have to find other ways to get their wide receiver twos and wide receiver threes the ball. I think some would say that there is no true wide receiver one on this team. There is no dynamic wide receiver one that you that you see on a lot of teams. Now, there is Mark Andrews. He could be considered wide receiver one, but it's like Travis Kelsey on the Chiefs. Yeah, but Travis know, Kelsey he, is generational. Yeah, he is. Travis Kelsey is generational, and he's essentially like a very big uh, wide receiver. Um So I guess I say all that to say, bam, that I don't know if Greg Roman is the issue or maybe we need to start thinking about this, this GM and like how, or, or we need to make a big trade for a big time wide receiver and prioritize that position. Kyle says, is there even a wide receiver too on the Ravens?
0: Uh, That's a good question.
2: It's a good question. DeMarcus, DeMarcus
0: Robinson, uh, devin duvernay say so i would say devin duvernay i guess devin duvernay
2: staying on the ravens i guess this is a good transition to our next topic so i guess all of you saw in this game where the broncos lost 10 to 9. uh i guess you guys heard me allude before that there was a big injury that came out of the nfl this week which was the uh, baltimore ravens qb lamar jackson he went down with a knee injury i guess it came out that it is a pcl sprain Um, So it isn't expected to be season ending, uh, but he's expected to be out a few weeks. I think I saw somewhere that normal uh, recovery is like one to three weeks for these uh, type of injuries. So Danny question for you, how big is this injury for the Ravens and their AFC North title hopes?
0: Well, I think it's a big blow, obviously, because he's Lamar Jackson. So I went online. So right now, both the Bengals and the Ravens are eight and four in the division. So the Ravens next, the rest of the season, how long? He's out for four to five weeks, right?
2: Uh, I thought I saw one to three, but. Okay,
0: knows. let's do the next three games for each. So the Ravens are at Pittsburgh, at Cleveland, and then the Falcons. The Bengals are home against the Browns, at the Bucks, at the Patriots. Out of those three, who do you think has the, the Ravens definitely have the easiest schedule out of, out of the two. But without Lamar, those games are really, 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 really hard. I think this could be. The, I think the Ravens will still make the playoffs, but I don't think they're going to be hosting a home game because of Lamar's knee. I think that this is the Bengals' time to strike, with the AFC North, or lock up the AFC North. And I guess.
2: I guess my question is is well, I guess my, my thing is like when you start t- talking about strength of schedule, which I think this has this a, a big component in there. I mean, you're talking about the the Bengals who have to go to Cleveland. I, I think they'll win that game. The Bucs game might be a little tougher than than um, anticipated. I think the Bucs might get some things rolling. Um, maybe offensively more so than defensively when talking about the Bucs. Um, the Patriots, I feel like the Patriots can come in and can have a very good defensive game plan um, for the Patriots and try to keep it a low-scoring game and try to keep the, the, the ball out of Joe Burrow's hands. I don't know. I don't
0: know. Do you think there is a game plan for – jamar chase
2: and by who
0: for the patriots Like they they don't have an answer for because jamar is back and he seems to be like he was balling out sunday
2: let me tell you something bill's gonna say anybody but that well no because they got t higgins so Uh, okay (laughs) okay. they're gonna play man i think what they'll probably do is put their best cover corner man to man on t higgins and then roll all other coverage to Jamar's side every time and then try to dare the uh, Bengals to just run the ball against them. Good luck. Good luck. Hey, it's been one of the one of the better defenses in the league. So we'll we'll see. I don't know. I think it's I think it's interesting. I think uh, when you think about the state of the the AFC North, obviously, it's going to come down, I think, to what you're saying between the Ravens and the Bengals. I think I might be um, I think I might be with you. I think this, this injury is big for the Ravens, you know, granted they do play, the, I think you said the Browns is
0: in there. Yeah. So hold on one second. Brown,
2: the Falcons and the Steelers. Yeah. Uh, and so I think, you know, the Steelers game, obviously because it's a divisional foe. I think they probably have the best defense of, of the three. So I would, I would think maybe the Steelers might actually end up beating the Ravens. Um, but I think with Tyler Huntley in a quarterback, I think the Falcons game is definitely winnable. And I think the Browns game is very winnable um we'll have to see you know if Deshaun Watson if he continues to look how he did in his first game back then you know I definitely think they can beat the Browns but let's just see how that chemistry starts to roll around um Bam says um Bam says they need to hire Eric B enemy ASAP and let uh Jim Harbaugh no John Harbaugh John wow you want to let
0: Harbaugh go why
2: um and he also says the Ravens will lose the next two and we we will see how bad they the team is without Lamar.
0: No offense, Bam, but I hope this they I hope they realize now we need to pay Lamar. Like I know people are saying, well, he hurt his knee. Well now they don't know, now they may be hesitant to pay him. Well, if you lose two out of three and you're knocked out of contention, now you see how valuable Lamar is. Get that man mm-hmm. his money. You get him his money ASAP.
2: So Kyle made an interesting, uh, Kyle brought up an interesting point about uh, if we go back to draft day, you'll remember that the Ravens alongside the Titans, who we talked about earlier, made big decisions to trade away their uh, wide receiver ones on draft day. Obviously we know the Titans traded AJ Brown to the Eagles and then uh, the Ravens traded Hollywood, Hollywood Brown to um, the Cardinals. Arizona. Yeah. So Danny, I guess when you look at the state of where the ravens and the titans are now how do you think um how, i mean do you think they regret those decisions at this point in their season
0: ravens no because i don't think hollywood brown is a wide receiver one it's not like he and lamar jackson were lighting the league on like a three kill in patch it's not like they were lighting the league on fire and then the ravens were like no nah, we're not gonna pay you we're gonna trade you away i do think the titans I saw a video resurface today on Twitter of Mike Vrabel when they announced mm-hmm. that AJ Brown had been traded. He was, and not happy. he was not happy. So I think the Titans 100% regret it. I don't think the Ravens do. I think Bam earlier said or someone in the chat said that the Ravens just don't prioritize wide receivers. So I don't I don't, I don't think they're because I mean, what is Hollywood Brown and done in Arizona?
2: Well, I mean, he was doing all right and then, you know, he kind of got hurt. Uh, so. yeah i oh, don't know i think I, I gotta watch the latest episode of uh, hard knocks um in season because it's, it's like man you start looking at the names that this, that's on this cardinals defense or off- offense and defense and now i kind of started i'm starting to feel bad for them because it's like yo y'all are y'all shouldn't be performing like this but y'all also are kind of some ass but y'all also shouldn't be performing like this um yeah. You know, it's funny that you bring up the, 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 the that video because I also saw that video earlier today and the caption I just I, I think was under it was how uh, Mike Braybill had won the power struggle. So you could clearly see that there was a, a disconnect between Mike Braybill and I believe his name was like John Ron, R- Robinson or John Robinson. Yeah,
0: uh, that that sounds you, right. you
2: see there is uh, a power struggle, I think. Um, I think when you uh, when you and it makes me, you know, maybe look at uh, Mike Raywell a little bit differently now, because it's clear that he probably would probably has been trying to push for better overall players to come there and trying to push the GM to pay. I feel like the GM was probably giving him bottom of the barrel or I shouldn't say bottom of the barrel or bottom, uh, not as good talent. And he you can clearly see that they've been making the most of it. They've been successful, I think, I think. The game last week you're playing your former team and you're just seeing like how badly you know this roster is put together you know what they're what's lacking and you're like you got to see it because it's playing against your team of what what this team is clearly missing the true number one receiver and now you gotta look back on your gm and it's like yo you had him yeah why didn't you just want to pay him
0: because tennessee is not a place free agents are going to go right i mean tennessee it's nice and they pay, but when you draft a guy, like there's something to be said around the league that a team will take care of their guy. Like that means a lot. He is homegrown. We're going to take care of our own before we go give money to someone else or go draft a replacement. So Mike Vrabel might have won this power struggle, but what was the price? AJ Brown. No, well, you you're not, not going to be there long enough to see the the you know the the success rate if at this point.
2: I think, I think the next, stud player that they get, hopefully that's Traylon Burks. They really got to make sure they take care of him, and really got to know when the time comes because they
0: took care of Derrick Henry. You ain't have a choice.
2: You did. You You saw what that brother was doing. He was like, yo, if we lose this dude, this team is some ass and we'll see him. We'll see it. All right. Staying in football, but shifting to college football. Danny, it is here. We yes. finally have the top four. We finally have bowls. It is, people, the college football playoff and the bull season. Before we get into this, Kyle, as always, with his lovely research, has a great stat for us so while we talk about the Arizona Cardinals. Said since that Thursday night game between the Packers and the Cardinals last year. I think you guys remember that one. Or maybe, yeah. Last year, or the year before, it was Thursday night game between the Cardinals and the Packers. Cardinals came in like seven and zero. That since that game, the Cardinals are eight and fifteen. Since uh, Rasul Douglas intercepted Kyler Murray, you hate to see it. You Tough scene. To see it. But back to the college football uh, playoff. So the stage is set, people. The four teams you have: number one Georgia versus number four Ohio State. And you have number two, Michigan, versus number three, TCU. So, Danny, we'll start with the college football playoff before we get in Okay. What are your thoughts on this Final Four? And give me your thoughts on predictions to who wins the
0: semifinals, our finals matchup, and who you think is going to win it all. The committee got it right. USC, all you had to do was beat utah and even if you had lost like by a point i think the committee could say usc lost in a championship game and ohio state never reached the championship game therefore usc gets in like even if you lose it has to be competitive the thing one thing you could not do is go out there and get your ass whooped in front of everybody and that's exactly what happened (sighs) which is sad because i was rooting for usc I was on the USC train, but back to what we got. I am excited as hell for Georgia, Ohio State. That's the, like that for me. That better be the night game. Like Michigan and TCU would be a good game. And I'm even on the verge of saying TCU will win. But I, I'm starting to jump on TCU train because it would be so cool to have a TCU like content play for a championship. But the game for me is definitely Georgia-Ohio State. I hope that's like the – I think one kicks off at like three and the next one at like seven. Like make that the seven because America needs to see that. In regards to who I think is going to win, I want to say TCU. I really do. But I'm going to take Michigan and I'm going to take Georgia. That, that is my – and then UG. I, like, I have Georgia winning it all, but my finals matchup will be – I think Michigan-TCU is going to be closer than most people think. And I would not be surprised if TCU won if they turned it into a track meet because Michigan cannot keep up in a track meet, and that's going to be their downfall either no. way. Like whether it's against we'll just TCU. It say what?
2: Uh, so I was just telling like a coworker earlier because he was saying that he thinks it's going to be. Um, he's a Ohio State fan, and he was saying we're going to play Michigan in the, the national championship game, get our rematch. And I said, wait a minute, hold on. I said, I said, yo, I don't, I don't think Michigan is going to be TCU. And he was like. What do you mean, man? You really think this TCU team is legit? I said, dog, they are literally very fast and at a lot of positions. That is very hard to cover no matter the level.
0: And yeah. Like, no, like I,
2: no, no, no. And I was like, watch the tape, just watch the yeah. tape. Like if, if
0: TCU turns this into a track meet. I don't know if Michigan has the horses to keep up cuz Michigan likes to play, you know, traditional power run we're going to take our time we're going to accept the play action and TCU is very so it's just it's just a matter of style right like what style is going to take over and I think TCU will keep it close I think Michigan wins and then Georgia like everyone's seen Georgia what are you going to do against Georgia even that's going to be a really good game and it'd be really cool if we got Ohio State Michigan for a national championship the country would go crazy but for me I think it's going to be Georgia Michigan and Georgia is just too much like Georgia has been dominant all year and it why stop now
2: so I think uh, I, I, I'm with you. I think well, first off, I think after the conference championship games, I was sitting at my desk and I was like, Yo, what if? Honestly, what if we just what if we give Georgia a first round bye and make Michigan and TCU play each other for the other other spot in the in the in the, in the championship game? Because Georgia is clearly the best best team in the country. I mean, this is it's clear and evident. I don't think anyone deserves to be number four because like they could the teams you had to choose from. That's but whatever, someone had to get chosen. It was Ohio State. Um, You know, I'll start with Michigan TCU. So Michigan TCU. um, I'm I'm, 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 I echo a lot of the sentiment you were just saying. I think uh, if like TCU is fast at at the wide receiver position, at the Mm -hmm. tight end position, at the running back position, at the quarterback position, like they are. Like on defense, they can get after you. Like this is a this is a good football team, and they're fast. And I think like if. If, if you watch the Dolphins play, if you watch the 49ers play, if you watch certain NFL teams, you could just tell certain NFL teams just beat you just off of pure speed and making you have to like cover a lot of fast, good football players. I think TC is kind of following that uh, same structure just in a, you know, like in a college aspect. I think, you know, Jim Harbaugh, he's got to play real sound football, real complimentary football. Yeah. Run the ball a lot and well, and keep your defense on the field as least as possible. Like I would, if, if I was Michigan, I would say the game plan needs to be ensure that TCU touches the ball like as least as possible. I think yeah. they're going to score and score fast. Like, um, like I know everyone's giving them hell because they lost to Kansas State, but I need I need a lot of y'all to know that Kansas State team one is very physical and a good team. There they are, a good team. Two. They play complimentary football, which is what you what you need. Is what you need. Um, so I, I I think overall, um, if I'm being honest with you, I think Michigan leads for ninety eight percent of this game, and TCU wins it in the last couple minutes because um, they are a second a second half team too. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if Michigan goes up like twenty eight to seven and then lose forty two to thirty five you know what I'm saying so yeah that sort of game happening
0: for me Georgia, sorry, go ahead my bad last thing on that for me is I would love to see this game like TCU up by two possessions because then Michigan just can't run the ball like if TCU was up 14 17 and the Michigan quarterback has to throw the ball I don't think he's a good thrower of football and I, I think, think that's their, be,
2: that's their mo that's their game plan because they I think I'm trying to I, I think Jim Harbaugh knows he doesn't want his quarterback throwing it a ton of times. Like he yeah. wants to establish the run and he wants to eat the clock and put you in a position where you have to throw the ball. And then you you let those defensive players and those passers really get, get after it. Uh, Bam says TCU runs the 3 3, which is light work for Michigan. We'll see.
0: We'll see. Stack, dog, I would stack the box and say, Hey, dog, if you can beat me with your arm, I deserve to lose because I don't think he's a strong thrower.
2: Are you talking about if you're TCU?
0: Yeah, if I'm TCU, I right, I run the three three, but we we walking some backers up, we blitzing. Beat me with your arm, kid. Yeah, that's
2: what I was telling. um Although we saw saw we saw versus Ohio State, they ain't yeah.
0: I'm he did it again. Do it again. Yeah, do it again. Do it again.
2: Um, all right, so let's get into some other note. Okay, wait, I, I okay, forgot about talk
0: Georgia, about Georgia.
2: Georgia. So Georgia, Ohio State. I am not sure at all how this game is going to play out, oh, and. Man. I got, I, 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 I brought myself down to two routes this game could go. This could either be a 20, 28, 24 sort of game, or this is going to be 52 to 10.
0: Yeah. But like I don't
2: want to be in between. Like this, I think this might get, like, if this doesn't get ugly, it's going to be close the entire time. But if this thing gets ugly, I think this thing gets ugly.
0: Let me tell you this. If Ryan Day goes out and gets his ass kicked by Michigan at home and then turns around and gets throttled by Georgia, Ryan Day will be in Colorado with Deion Sanders. First of all, that's hilarious.
2: I'm going to say this <laughs> Ryan Day, go out there and coach like you got a set on you. Go out there and say, fuck it, balls to the wall, and let's do this. Don't go out there and coach scared like you did against Michigan. Your players pick up on it, and they feed off your energy. I'm I'm going to say Ohio State wins the game. Okay, here we go. I'm going to say Ohio State wins the game 35 –
0: no, 33-30. You know what? Let's look at – I'm very – now that you said that, I'm very interested to see the spread on this game to see what Vegas thinks of Ohio State. Right, Right, Six point underdogs, six points. That's really that's a little closer than I thought it would be. Let's see.
2: No, that's I said it probably is. It's
0: my guess. Where is the spread? I gotta go through all the here we go. College football playoff. The spread right now, it is it's six and a half points. That wow, that's really close. People, I did not have a look at that
2: either. That was a straight guess off the top of the head.
0: The TCU. TCU is seven and a half point underdogs. Yeah, I'm telling you, that is wow. That's a lot of respect for Ohio State. I thought it would at least be eight, like a, at least a touchdown. Wow. They're saying they're saying
2: that they think that uh, Ohio State can match up with Georgia physically in the
0: trenches, which
2: is really the oh,
0: and the game is one in the trenches. Y'all heard Marcus Spears, and the get that it's is the night the game. Trenches. TCU Michigan is at four. Ohio State Georgia is at eight on New Year's Eve. I can't think of a better way to bring in the new year than watching. I'm, you
2: know, I'm supposed to be on the East Coast getting a little litty litty. Oh, I'm going to be drunk, though. I'm going to be here. I got to just make sure wherever I'm at, they got a TV so I can watch the game.
0: Watch it on your phone. Like I might be somewhere, too. It's going to be on my phone. Might, I, might, might have to. Mm-hmm
2: other games that we may be if we may be sober watching um so we got kansas versus arkansas in the liberty bowl i i, I put this on here because i wanted to shout out the university of kansas yes there's a the bowl game they're back relevant um i lived in the kansas city area which is not too far from lawrence so shout out to the jayhawks there was also some some beautiful some beautiful souls that went to the university of kansas that i met out, out there so Shout out to y'all. Uh, uh, we got Oregon and USC, and Oregon versus UNC in the Holiday Bowl, oh, aka the I disappointed everyone and here I am bowl. Um, <laughs> Oklahoma versus Florida State in the Cheez It Bowl. I wanted to give this one out because shout out Florida State, who are slowly making their way back. They're going to get relevant again. Florida State said they got to make something relevant in the ACC again. You got which to make it
0: attractive to Dion, like. Clemson
2: is licking their chops again like yo please someone else in this conference has to consistently be good again cuz not cuz like the Clemson got hurt because Cle, Clemson's one of Clemson's biggest downfall was that the ACC in general was bad so they didn't even have room to lose that many games and even if they did lose a game it was like that one game was going to hurt them so yeah, I want I wanted to shout out Florida State and Oklahoma. I don't know if y'all expected be in the Cheez-It Bowl this year, but nonetheless, th- here you are. Hope you're not here for long.
1: <laughs>
2: Maybe. Uh, Texas versus Washington in the Alamo Bowl. I'm not sure. I'm not. Listen, shout out Steve Sarkeesian's getting the University of Texas back on track. I don't know how much longer it is until y'all make y'all's way over to the SEC, but
0: this is going okay. this is as good as it's gonna get
2: this is as good as it's gonna get what you think about Tennessee versus Clemson in the
0: Orange Bowl I mean Malik Hooker's hurt I'm not interested in watching Tennessee without Malik hooker like if and- Clemson does not win this game dabble we're gonna have a, we need to have a conversation yeah I think uh
2: Clemson's defensive lines should really make a big impact here with him yeah. not man um Hendon man, I'm sorry, man. You should be, you should, you should be a Heisman finalist. I, oh, I said white,
0: Malik dude. Hooker. That's the wrong name.
2: Yeah, I tried to kid, I, I tried to correct you, but I knew what you were saying. It's all good. Man. I appreciate um, it. Bama versus Kansas State in the sugar bowl. That's the um, one. This is the one because this is another one where I'm like, oh, either this is going to be close or this is going to look a lot like the 2012 national championship game, where you're asking and begging Nick Saban to please call off the dogs. Like we get it, we get it. Y'all are Bama. You didn't even have to make it to your conference championship game for us to know you are clearly one of the four best teams. I'm sorry. Like, yep. no. <laughs> listen, that's I think. Look, I think this is going to be like. I don't even mean a regular ass kicking. I mean like I feel like they are going to stuff their foot so deep up inside somebody's ass in new orleans man listen i feel like kansas state fans might be yelling out slurs that they ain't
0: heard ever (laughs) in kansas (laughs) dog like that game yeah yeah like to what bam is saying like for like saban really tried to sway the community to let them in even though they had was it bam had three losses two two losses by like a
2: less than a total of Five
0: points. Yeah, they lost to LSU. All very last
2: last plays of the game, all on the road.
0: Dog Sabin is Kansas State by be a sacrificial lamb.
2: Yeah. What he was trying to say is look, I got all these damn NFL players on my team. If y'all don't put him, if y'all don't let him play this in this college ball playoff, a lot of them are gonna declare for the draft. So,
0: so a lot of them go jump in the transfer portal to go talk to Dion. I'm sorry, I keep talking about Dion. We'll talk about Dion later.
2: That too. A lot of them either going to the draft or getting transferred, with, with Dion. Although, I would say the I would say it's probably like five percent of Alabama players might 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 overall. Like I feel like for for Bama, either you're leaving because you are a good player who wants more tick, so you can get more film out there, or you're a good player who hasn't played at all and you need some tick to get some film out there.
0: Yeah, agreed. But,
2: i mean listen i was sitting i mean i thought nick made some good points it's just unfortunate man had one less loss yep if you
0: if you had made it to the ssc championship game even if you had lost to georgia you would yeah,
2: have gotten in yeah they would have they would have. yo an opening round with bama and georgia would have been hilarious
0: <laughs> that's what the streets need that's, that would have been
2: hilarious um, Utah versus Penn State in the Rose Bowl. I think this has the potential to be really, really good. Looking forward to seeing this game. Um, and then Southern Cal versus Tulane, the Cotton Bowl. I put this on here because I don't know if you guys watched the uh Tulane, um, UCF, UCF game. Tulane? listen, I think Tulane might take it straight to him in Dallas. Let
0: me tell you, Tulane's
2: a team I feel like everyone's going to be playing. Like All their best players are going to be playing. Oh, yeah.
0: Lincoln Riley, if you lose to Tulane, dog. I saw
2: Gus Malzahn at UCF be a top 10 Auburn team. I've seen it all when it comes to bowl season. That's Them players do not be caring. I don't mean they don't. They care, but they don't care. Because if you're not playing for the national championship, now you're just playing a football game to play a football game.
0: And to get free stuff. Yeah, and get free
2: stuff. That's it. Um, all right. So outside of the college football playoff, is is Bama versus Kansas State the most exciting game on on your on your slate?
0: It's not the most exciting, but it's going to be the funniest game because like you said, Nick Saban, he not calling the dogs off. Nah. Nick Nick Saban gonna drop 50. Nick Saban gonna drop 50 on Kansas State. That little running back they got that look like Darren Sproles, Lacey Trent trap up because he's he's <laughs> men. These men in Bama. These Listen, Kansas
2: State, I'ma say this. Y'all better hope Will Anderson not playing that game because it is it is gonna be uh it is gonna be
0: nasty. They go you know what they're gonna do, they're gonna they're gonna transition to another game. But yo, we're gonna throw in an old sugar bowl because this reminds us of Georgia, Hawaii. Like America don't need to see this
2: uh kyle said that curtis rourke won the mac MVP. go canada oh kyle never damn says that he uh, predicts it will be 56-0 alabama Whoa.
0: Versus i would say 56 21 because kansas state gets some garbage time tds but i wouldn't be shocked if bama dropped 50.
2: i mean i wouldn't be surprised if they protect the goose egg too that's true uh, um speaking of
0: protecting
2: leads last night in our monday night game the saints the saints had a lead and i believe it was something along the lines of 17 to 3. 16 to 3. 16 to 3. they had a 16 to 3 lead the saints lost that game to the Bucks, 16 to 17. danny what are your thoughts
0: thank you tom brady that Saints pick is now in the top five. The Saints have a 1% chance of making the playoffs now. For those who don't know, the Eagles own the Saints front pick. Tom, I appreciate you. Now I need you to lose out so Atlanta can win the AFC South. Because let me tell you something. I don't care what the record is. I don't want to see Tom Brady in the postseason. I don't, I don't care what his record is. I don't mm-hmm. care what them stats look like. Let me t- and, and you know what I can speak on behalf of Dallas fans too because they're gonna be the ones to face the AFC. I mean the NFC South winner first if we win the division. Would you rather go to Tampa to play Tom or Atlanta to play Marcus? That's easy, yo. Atlanta, stop being Atlanta. Win a couple games, get Tom out here, out to paint. Tom has done his good work for the season. Have
2: some shame,
0: have some shame dog that's the like everyone talk about you don't want to see dallas or san francisco dog i don't want to see tom brady have some shame
2: you afraid of tom brady in year 20 with this offense
0: he is tom brady
2: i was i was watching that game and i was like dennis island man that job is not yours for long i can tell nope. you that you are transitional and i'm gonna tell you when a good opportunity Then, is all you better hope sean sean payton don't want to end up coming back because he don't like how you run the team
0: nah he don't want to go back to new orleans sean sean payton who which which one of these teams out here has the best draft pick and the most potential houston indy
2: let me tell you something i think if sean payton went to houston that would be absolutely hilarious that'd be great because like he'd be right next to Dallas. Yep. So he would be like a way to stick it right to him. Um Kyle says he still thinks his prediction of a Chiefs Bucks Super Bowl may come true. Let me tell you something. If we end up with Tom Brady in another Super Bowl and what would be probably his last NFL season, I might lose it. Dog.
0: I'm telling like that's the that's the kind of win last night that sparks a team for a postseason run. Let me I'm telling you, I do not want to see Tom in the playoffs. And I can, I can speak for Dallas fans. You do not want to go to Tampa in January to see Tom. You want to fly to Atlanta to see Marcus. That, no, dog. I don't want to I see I think Thomas. you're missing the point where like you forget that the Falcons are not good. So the
2: part where like you say Atlanta, stop being Atlanta, dog, it's 13 games. Ain't, ain't no stop being Atlanta. That's who they are. They is not a good team.
0: I know, but- yeah, see, Atlanta's 5-8. and five and, eight and I need you to stop
2: saying Drake London is a bust. He's not. I need y'all. He is not a bust. Was... Look who's throwing him the football. They don't trust Marcus Mariota to throw the football. And that's another story. And
0: that's too. why Kyle Pitts is yeah. not successful.
2: And don't be surprised. Yeah, that's true. That's I was getting ready to say if they take a quarterback. They have a quarterback. I just don't know what they want to do with Desmond Rutter. Um... Yeah.
0: But you don't want to see Tom. Nobody yeah. want to see Tom.
2: Well, the Packers won't have to worry about it. We won't snip the playoffs. Um <laughs> speaking of quarterbacks that aren't gonna make it, Baker Mayfield was released by the Panthers. And he was picked up by the Rams. But do you think this is the end of the Baker May? Like, is this the end of the line for Baker Mayfield? Do you think? Or do you think we're reaching that time?
0: You're you're looking at it at the wrong through the wrong lens. This is the start of Baker Mayfield, the backup quarterback. Mm. His days as a starter have been done. We need to focus on Baker, the backup. The backup, backup Baker. And you can make a lot of funny progressive. If he if he had a sense of humor and could laugh at himself, which he cannot, from what it seems, he can make a whole lot of money within progressive ads as backup Baker. That would be hilarious. Baker, think about your future. I mean, listen, I think me and you have
2: said it many times on this pod. Being a backup quarterback in the NFL, it's got to be an American dream, dog. Yep. You only come in if shit hits the fan, and if shit is hitting the fan, and you got to come in. Who cares? Oh, you are this team already in trouble. We is already going down. Oh man! Listen, Baker, if I was you, really dig deep and ask yourself, what's wrong with being a backup? Now, if you prove well, Baker, you could be Matthew Stafford's backup in his last couple years. You don't have many years left. And then, by that time, the Rams might have a first-round pick, and they might take their franchise quarterback, who you can then also back up.
0: Dog, Chase Daniel has given us the book. Chase Daniel has given you the Bible on how to be a good backup in the NFL. Chase Daniel in LA right now on the Chargers doing his thing doing some post game stuff for NFL like you know Chase Daniel gave y'all the book
2: gave us the book gave us the book Speaking speaking of guys that are coming and going and giving new blessings Deion Sanders is now the head coach of the University of Colorado in Boulder yes what were your thoughts when you heard the I uh, heard about the hire?
0: If I if I start rambling, people in chat, D, tell me shut up. Um, Dion isn't doing anything that other college football coaches don't do. Dion's biggest mistake was coming in at Jackson State like he was going to be the savior of HBCU football. I think the quote is I'm paraphrasing that God sent me here. To, you know, like to help me uplift HBCUs, which he did. But, and I think Bomani said this today and it was perfect. Like as a college coach, you have to sell youth on a 10 year plan, but your plan is year to year. And that's the kind of, and that's just the job. So like, I know D, people are calling Dion a sellout. I don't think he's a sellout. He's not doing anything that any other college coach doesn't do if like if you're at your job and you're making sixty thousand and someone comes up to you and say, Hey, come work for me, I'll give you $250,000, What you gonna say to them? I'm
2: I'm gonna say, where do we sign and how fast can we get to the
0: business? Yep. I think the the thing for Dion for me that's going to be very interesting is recruiting. And I think he can do it. I had this conversation with my friends the other day, and they pointed some good stuff out to me. But for me, it's like You can walk into a young black man's home and say, come to an HBCU. Let's build something special. Like That is a very noble cause and a very easy cause for them to get behind. Now at Colorado, that is gone. So you're in there talking to a student and Lincoln Riley is across the street talking in the car waiting for you to leave. And he can say, I got some NILs for you. It's Southern California. What are you going to do? You are going to play in Boulder? Or if I'm a if I'm a student athlete, I would if I want to play in a cold weather city. Well, hell, I can go play in Utah and at least get to the Rose Bowl. And then when the college football expands, I could jump into the college football playoff and contend for a national championship. So I'm not saying Dion can't recruit at Colorado. It's just going to be very interesting to see how he recruits now that that chip or that quiver is out of his. Uh, you know, he doesn't have that quiver that arrow in his quiver now of, mm-hmm. hey, come to HBCU, do something for your people, get other people, you know, uplift other black people and get them on TV and maybe they get a chance to play on Sunday. That's my only but I think Dion can do it.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, those are great points.
2: So when I first heard about the, the hire, I think the first thing I said, similarly to you, was you know, obviously you, you understand why he takes the job, clearly yeah. financially they set him up for success uh i think I, I also thought back to the the line about you know god sent me to you know help save hbcu football and i if i think about it i think what happened was uh or maybe what 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 happened with dion was he came in and he garnered success uh, i think baby we talked about it he brought uh Jackson State a ton of new deals, which also is obviously also going to help set them up for success. But I started, I think he started thinking about you know all these incredible um, and very talented football players we have here at you know Jackson State aren't getting the same professional looks that that some of these let's be honest average players at these power five schools are getting looks. I mean, he's having to watch. I mean, he's, he's having, having to watch like the Mitch Trubisky's in the NFL, and he's saying, yo, we produce players in the HBCUs that produce at this rate or even better. We're, we're, we just don't have the, the coverage. We don't have the facilities. And he probably was like, they don't have, like, you, know, uh, you know, financially, they don't get the same. So I think he thought about it as what if instead of trying to revitalize HBCUs, what if I try to find a new way to really help these black men and women and go to this power five franchise and really change the culture yeah. from the inside out, give it some more of that flair, that funk, that, that spunk and have this be a real springboard to get more of our players of our kind into the NFL. Um, it's, it's, I think a lot of people say, Hey, I understand why he, t- he took the job. I just thought maybe he would have stayed around a little bit longer. Dog, three years at any college program at this day of age, the way they, where they get fired and the way they get hired, yeah, a little bit longer than you think. I mean, everyone wants the Nick Saban that will be there for X amount of years. Yo, I want you all to check how many times they have upped this man's salary. Yep. They're I, I, ensuring that, yo, you don't need to leave. We got you. We got you same with Dabo. that's why he keeps getting extensions yep. same with, um same, same kirby reason, smart kirby smart same reason why texas a&m gave jimbo that crazy contract i mean I w- when you when your football program is good it helps so many different revenues of your university in general yep. that
0: you got to make
2: that investment
0: i'll add another point to that and a little context to, to understand why there are a lot of black people especially hbcu attendants that are upset at dion dion's wanted to be a college coach for a couple of years and no power five school would give him a legit look jackson state was the school Mm -hmm. that gave dion his his opportunity and and for and i did not go to hbcu but from what i'm reading and i'm hearing from people that did go it's you know hbcus are always a stepping stone and it's never the prize and that's kind of where the the anger is is generating from and I understand that Grant I didn't go to HBCU so I can't speak on that but I think that's where a lot of the hostility is coming from it's like no one in the power 5 would give you a legitimate shot at being a head coach Jackson State gave you the platform to jump to Colorado and that's kind of like especially with the god sit me here kind of talk like well which one is it right like were you going to use it as a step stone this entire time or has god told you to go to Colorado
2: well I mean what if they I think uh, yeah i definitely understand that one i think also to that point i think a lot of them were just like you left jackson state for colorado like that's where yeah
0: like the fit is kind of weird but one of my buddies said to me it's like he didn't have the pick of the litter right because i said if i were him i would have gone for the cincinnati job and then one of my friends said well who said who would say cincinnati would hire him yeah and i was like i never thought of that
2: because because you gotta think about it they They were probably thinking of hey, we've had a pretty good team with Luke Fickle, like with Luke Mm -hmm. Fickle's system and his whatever, whatever in here. All we probably need is to try to keep as much of our original staff here, maybe try to promote from within, yeah, before we start. I mean, yeah, I I like that. And then on top of that, it's like you want to start thinking about where you can go and what conference you can go to where you can have success. The SEC, yo, there's way, it's yeah, it's like it's like you can't beat out Bama, you can't beat out Georgia. Those are the two best teams. Now you gotta think about recruiting wise, you're not gonna, it's hard to beat out LSU and Florida for for some, whatever reason, always gets really good recruits because of the University of Florida. Yep. So now you're kind of battling for recruits with like the Arkansas of the world, who they random. they be getting good recruits. Like the SEC, there's a lot of good recruits that get pumped to the SECs. So now you think thinking about, okay, maybe the big 10. Well, how do you beat out, how do you beat out Ohio State and Michigan? Those are the two premier programs. UCLA yeah. and uh, uh Southern Cal are going to be here for a couple years and I was like all right you know the big the big 12. it's like well you know
0: well Cincinnati's going to the big 12. but again like who's to say he wasn't running for that job so
2: and on top of that it's like okay in the big 12 if we have if we you know we had Cincinnati I believe what UCF was the other one or something like yeah, that Yeah,
0: UCF is the other one going in yeah
2: yeah and I was like okay well think about the landscape of the big 12 like which which one of those states would he have had a ton of pull in the recruiting. UCF, maybe, but Florida State and UF take a lot of recruits.
0: Yeah. And a and lot then, of Florida recruits go to other STC schools. Yeah. Uh, you know,
2: AM, no. Uh, not AM. I mean, Texas Tech, no. TCU, we clearly see no. Texas got their guy. I mean, it's hard. You start thinking about it. It's like, all right, that's where he probably ends up landing in the Pac 12, where. They're still trying to keep some shit together. And I want a lot of people to think about this too from a Pac-12 perspective. I I imagine that the Pac-12's commissioner and whatnot, when he saw this hire, got eager, was rubbing his hands like Birdman because he's like, oh, we got Deion Sanders in this conference now? Or are you
0: serious? So, and here's a point that I'll bring up to this. What happens when Deion start getting too black? Right, because at Jackson State, he could be, his flair is welcome because we as a culture understand the showmanship and the flair of Dion. What happens when Dion starts getting a little like it's cool to be black now because you're going to get these recruits. What happens when Dion starts getting a little like when I was watching the SWAC championship game? There was a gentleman on the sidelines wearing a hoodie that just said at Coach Prime, like nothing regarding Jackson State, like it was just about Dion. Dion has a deal with Barstool. He did at Jack State, where they were able to go behind the scenes and like get content and film, like get some stuff that most universities don't want out there. Like, what happens when Dion just get a little too black, or he get it, it, it's a little too uncomfortable in this room in Colorado? is only going five games now. Again, five games to Colorado. That's the that's the national championship. But what if like he's not? And, and this is something. Again, that not a lot. I know what you making about race, but that's just like what happens when Don starts being Dion and it turns into Jim Harbaugh in San Francisco and people like a dog calm down or get out. If he's winning, it won't matter. If he's losing,
2: see you. He's gonna make it known known that this is how it's gotta be. They don't like it, get rid of
0: him. But to the recruiting thing, I don't know, like, it, the Colorado's not known for football right the Pac-12 your a lot of your recruits are coming from California Hawaii and they're going to USC UCLA and Oregon and Utah now and Utah
2: I think if you're if you're Dion though, you gotta air a lot on your name holding a lot of weight and you got to bring a lot of people with you through the transfer portal
0: people yeah that, like that's that's the only way because like Dion's name is popular, right? But he is popular to us and people who are older. Like he's going into an 18-year-old. It's like, yo, I'm Deion Sanders. I'm the best corner ever. Well, that's cool. But Lincoln Riley just said he can give me a hundred and twenty thousand dollar NIL deal. He got my mom a house in Southern California. They
2: ain't no scrubs out, out there in Colorado. Something like
0: that. I'm not saying, but I'm saying like he's gonna have to bring more to the table. Then I'm Dion Sanders. Come to this HBCU and build something special. Because like, sure, like mom and dad know who Dion is, but my son don't care about that.
2: Mm -hmm. Uh, Bam. So Bam said in the chat that when Dion, he thinks that when Dion gets maybe a smidge too black, he will get the Charlie Strong treatment.
0: Yes, he will.
2: Maybe that's why he never went and became someone's assistant uh, or coordinator because he wanted to. have his own head coaching brand. So, like, Dion, yeah. wish you luck out here, brother, and we'll we'll see how it happens next yeah. year in the Pac-12. But I think um, he can do it. I think he can do it. What do you think of Wisconsin hiring Luke Fickle, as we mentioned a little bit earlier? That fits. That fits. You. How soon do you think Luke Fickle maybe turns around? Wisconsin and has them back at the Big Ten Championship
0: game. Yeah. He has two and a half years. Three mm-hmm. years. He has three years. Mm-hmm. We'll see.
2: Um, three, I think three years is a little bit of short. I think give them three and a half. it's okay. the big it's the Big Ten. Uh they're in the Big Ten West, which is kind of the bad division in the Big Ten. Yeah. So as All you as got they- is
0: Illinois, like what Purdue. Mm-hmm.
2: I'm curious to see if they put USC and UCLA on one side of the Big Ten or if they put one in the other.
0: They gotta put one in the other to keep it even, right? Or you can move. One or you can move two. What they need to do is put Michigan or Ohio State and other ones they meet for the Big Ten championship, but that's not going to be every year and they have to play every year, so that's not going to happen. So I don't know who you move over, what, what, who in the bit, who in the big, who in that division was like, yo, we'll move over. We got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't even worry about it. We'll, We'll jump to the other side rutgers maryland yo. if
2: i'm rutgers and maryland dog i'm just like get me the fuck out of this division
0: especially if i'm maryland maryland's actually somewhat decent Rutgers is just garbage like if i'm maryland's like yo we can go over here and all i gotta worry about is luke fickle and some offensive linemen in nebraska and wisconsin oh we good i'm over here
2: mm-hmm. we'll see um switching gears a little bit to the nba um, let's go i don't know if you've been noticing the lakers have been playing a lot better and sound mm-hmm. basketball rooted in defense and playing off of Anthony Davis who looks like he like he he's putting up some mvp numbers his sad part is he's you know he's on a team that's below 500 but they're like 8 and 2 7 and 3 in their last 10 games the lakers are they don't look bad and if i if we've noticed Anything from the playing tournament and these last couple years that uh some teams have a bad first half of the season, then they start getting hot and they have a very good second half of the season. That sets them sets them up real nice for the playoffs. Danny, what do you what what are you taking away? Were, we, were was the world a little bit too premature on the Los Angeles Lakers?
0: No, the Lakers were terrible. Like they shout out to Darwin Ham for for figuring a little bit of this out and starting to get this team settled in. Oh no, but they look like 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 donkey shit at the beginning of the year. So I'm not, I don't think we were like going like, Oh, a little overbought on Lakers. I am excited to see this Lakers team. Uh, the, the league is better when the Lakers are contending or at least somewhat a threat to somebody else or to the warriors. Um, I'm glad Anthony Davis is back healthy. He's called a lot of crap over the past two years. I think, you know, Barkley nicknamed him street clothes, Mr. Glass and stuff like that. It's glad that he's healthy same thing with zion right like zion is finally healthy it's it's great to see them playing up to their potential i think if you're lakers fans like yes this is the guy lebron can pass the torch to and he can keep this train rolling if i'm genie and he anthony davis is playing like this i am more comfortable trading those two first round picks and going all in for the next two or three years while lebron calls it a career if anthony davis has been like this consistently i am more who cares about 2023 and 2025 I can win rings this year and next year. And that's what it's about.
2: I think, I think if I'm genie, like I like where you're going with if I'm genie, I'm looking at how Anthony Davis is playing. I'm thinking of how to improve this roster now. I, I, I think if I'm genie, I'm really looking at this roster and saying, Hey, really, how can we get one more good shooter? Like one mm-hmm. good shooter. because uh, I feel like with Austin Reeves starting to come on, we know we have LeBron, his three-point abilities with the way this team likes to play from the inside out, if we get one good shooter who can play some good defense, I think that would be a big, big help. But we have to continue. I think we really got to continue leaning in on the defensive identity um, of the team. I know Russ has been playing well with the second unit. We're we're starting to get a little bit of chemistry going, but it it has to go through 80. As long as this guy stays stays healthy, plays how he is. I mean, they're playing right now over my right-hand shoulder. I'm hoping to see that. I'm hoping you know, that, that they're winning. But they're 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 playing like a really good they're playing like a good basketball team there are some things that still needs to be fixed shooting wise they still got to get better but they're playing like a team like i'm starting to see the vision i'm starting to see how maybe this team can be really dangerous
0: really dangerous i call maybe. indiana and see if that miles turner buddy hill deal is still on table because that's that's the deal that's the but deal that makes them champions
2: at this point do you think they would want to trade westbrook for it
0: hell yeah hell yeah to get oh, buddy really? healed and miles turner
2: yeah I, like, hell I, like, I really like Russ for running the second unit
0: i mean yeah but now he's finally got value we've been talking about his value for the past 18 months and how it's tanked now he has a now that he value. has the
2: value i think you should look at it and be like he runs the second unit well and mm-hmm. we've always
0: rick carlisle do you want russ for two and two first round picks for miles turner and buddy russ is on a plane have a night that's an e deal hell yeah, yeah
2: think when you think about some of the weaknesses of the Lakers when LeBron James and or Anthony Davis is on, or is on the bench like it is nasty
0: time out there I mean but Buddy Heald and Miles Turner can solve a lot of that
2: who's gonna run the floor with him Dennis Schroeder
0: you figure it out Let's that's it the man. problem now you have another issue to figure out hey man we've been talking about Russ has no value for the past 18 months now he has a little bit of value now is the time to cash in
2: Guess we'll see we'll see uh
0: last nba note what do you think
2: chris paul was doing last week when he saw that kanye west had told everyone that supposedly kanye had slept with his wife well look at this look Ooh, at this so, so, look For those who are watching or listening online, I should say, uh, we just had some Sam chat who said, beautiful girls are here with a heart. Beautiful girls are here with a green check mark. And then they wanted to make sure we really know by saying beautiful girls here, no emoji. Is this Chris Um,
0: Chris Paul's issue?
2: Yeah. If this is what Chris Paul's issue is, then, well, first and foremost, Kanye... Stop snitching. Stop yeah. snitching. What is you doing?
0: What are you? Second doing? off,
2: if you're Chris Paul Danny, how do you respond to your wife when Kanye West makes like do you do you do you apologize off rip or do you immediately go to this? MFA is crazy. I don't even know what he's talking about. I, I don't him. even know who Kim is,
0: Kim. I'd be like, dear, what you gonna do, believe a dude who was just on Alex Jones praising Hitler? Is that what we doing? That, that, that is my retort. Yeah. You, gonna believe a, you gonna believe a Nazi?
2: You gotta be like, hey, man, he was on Alex Jones, and Alex Jones couldn't even, well, he was left speechless, so oh, you sure you, you wanna believe that one? Now, Alex Jones was like, yo, any, if Alex Jones gotta, gotta, like, try to get you to bring some stuff back, and you still double down, listen,
0: Yo, you know how much of a scumbag you gotta be to make Alan Jones, Alex Jones uncomfortable. That man went to a court of law and said, yo, that Sandy Hook joint was fake. Like you know how much of a piece of shit you gotta be to make yeah, Alex Jones uncomfortable.
2: Started. He didn't know what this thing. Whoa, wait,
0: wait, whoa, wait, wait, what <laughs> Who? you said Hitler dog? No. Nah oh yeah, but man. that would be my retort dear you're gonna believe a dude who was just praising hitler six hours ago word oh
2: man i uh, yo I, I bet you someone said that uh kanye gonna make uh, cp3 lose the only ring he's ever had and y'all have to relax <laughs> y'all have to relax yo no you don't that's hilarious y'all have, y'all <laughs> have to relax because he they almost <laughs> won that series against the bucks they almost <laughs> won that series against the bucks and they should have beat the warriors in 2019 or 2018. Oh my God. That's you know, funny. Kanye, man, go to bed. These instances keep coming up when Kanye is so close to going to bed and decides not to. Kanye, go yeah, to just bed. go to sleep. Just go, go you know, sleep. put
0: on put on some Maverick City music, put on some Jesus is King, and like Come just on. go to bed, my man.
2: Come on, man. Uh, uh, Bam said the only time you can be like, uh, don't believe him, baby. He crazy and it actually works. Yes, this is one of those instances. Kyle said Kanye is is beyond saying you can definitely deny it with credibility. Yep. Thank you. Yep. Chris, Chris, call me if you need a witness. Call me if you need a witness. Yeah, All right. It's cool. Danny, yep. are you ready to talk a little fantasy football? Let's do it. All righty, people, it is our fantasy recap time. Danny, where do you want to start with our redraft league? I think we should. Uh, I mean, our dynasty league since we got. Hey, let's do dynasty. Got our dynasty league. Um, So, Danny, this week was week 13 in our dynasty league. Reminder people, this is a 10 team dynasty league. the playoffs start um, starting week fifteen. Yes, uh, not this
0: week, but next week.
2: Yeah, not this week, but next week. Uh,
0: Danny, I can tell you right now,
2: just looking at you know the overall landscape of the league, I'm sitting at nine and four. I lost this week to a two win to a two win team. But i'm gonna be honest with you kyle's team just straight kicked my ass so i can't really say much so congratulations to kyle who now has three wins nah look at that he 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 beat me to it yeah. <laughs> so Kyle in the chat says d how does it feel to lose to the worst team in the league yeah not good bob not that not good but Congratulations, Kyle. I mean, that's all I can really say. That's a good win. I mean, I would. Is it really? Should I mention that my quarterback got hurt early, or should I just accept the hell? It's okay.
0: Just, just take, just take the L.
2: It's okay. Like it's the best thing that happened was not only did I, I lost, I won by losing, because Gator J also lost. So because Gator J lost, I wrapped up my division and end up winning the division.
0: See, it all works out.
2: So that is two first round buys I have. So I, mean, I told you I'm in five leagues, uh, and I, I already had one uh, one first round buy with in, in my in, in this in this other league. I'm ten and three, in our and now in our dynasty league I'm nine and four with another first round buy locked in, and then my most expensive league I'm nine and four, and I need I'm I'm essentially tied with two other people at nine and four. But uh I have the least amount of points scored of the three of us. So I'm currently third. Uh, okay. But I've split I've split the season series with both of the two teams ahead of me. So all I really need is for both of them to lose. And if I win, I'm I'm the number I'm the number two seed and get that first round five
0: Which yeah. is what we're here for. Say what? Which is what we're here for.
2: That's what I need. If I can get if I can get three first round buys in five leagues, I'll be sitting pretty. I will be sitting pretty. Danny, as I continue to look at at this at, at this at our dynasty league, I'm nine and four. Gator J is seven and six. Uh Bam, who I also see in here, he's sitting at four and nine. And Bam, I think your loss this week might have actually taken you out of playoff contention, like officially, which means Danny, I think you're gonna have a a top four draft pick for sure
0: yes, we well, have do. one
2: top four draft pick for sure because i don't think bam's going to be able to make it in which is interesting bam kyle is now three and ten so kyle i mean you're getting yourself a better seating for the consolation tournament which could be all you need to help get that that number one seed danny
0: <laughs> gutter i'm in the gutter
2: You're you're saying that, but there's so in your in your division, Danny, you have two nine and four teams who play this week for the division title. Like whoever whoever wins that division, I mean, whoever wins that matchup gets the division division title and the number one overall seed. So it's cool stuff. Cool stuff. We'll see. Like Danny, those three the three teams, the like like you Capone Twenty One. And my guy Dylan Friedman, y'all are all six and seven. And I'm gonna tell you, D Friedman, my man Dylan's on a roll right now. He was dead yeah. in the water at, at five and uh four four and seven, one two in a row, and now he's right back in the thick of the playoff race. So, yep. I, I'm I'm curious to see who gets the last spot. And next week we're gonna, or in two weeks we're gonna kick off the playoff tournament and the consolation tournament. And I am. Excited. Um, excited to, I'm excited to see who ends up getting the number one overall pick and who ends up being our inaugural champion in this dynasty league.
0: There's Let's a, a universe where I can have two top four picks.
2: Yes, there is. There is. So, there
0: is. We are we are moving forward.
2: All right, Danny. So, our redraft league.
0: Yes, we're gonna, sir.
2: We'll get up out of here. Our redraft league. I just want to start by saying, people, I have if you've been if you've been listening to this podcast for the last month and a half, you've probably been hearing about how in this redraft league, I've been on a losing streak, but it has been by some of the most unluckiest draws ever. Finally, finally, it ends. ends. Losing streak ends at six. And not only did it end at six, people but I actually still have a legitimate chance at making the playoffs. Like it Like in this league, it literally comes down to the last week. I need three teams to lose and I have to win my matchup. And I think I get the sixth seed. Is that not- Crazy. That not wild? I went on a, I, I, like I legit went on a six game losing streak and still might have a chance to, to get in. And I'm gonna say this again, If I make the playoffs, I am going to be a tough out. That is all I'm going to say. I've been paying attention to a lot of teams. My team over the last two weeks in this particular league has been cooking. It has been cooking. It just needs to make the tournament. Now, if I don't, it's all good. I lost six in a row. But how a man can go from four and two to five and eight
0: is unbelievable. Unbelievable.
2: Unbelievable
0: the gutter but you're back you bet
2: I got 39 chance of making is that not wild that <laughs> last week I was at uh like 15 now I'm at 39
0: wild I didn't think it was gonna happen but I'll do because you need the person I'm playing against to lose I'll do my best
2: man I need I need Eric to lose Greg and Jordan the funny thing is I've split the season series with Uh, No, I split the season series with Eric. I've already beaten Greg. So if Greg loses and I win, I for sure pass him because I already have the head-to-head record. I have more points scored than Eric and Jordan. So if all of them win, I'm telling you, I'm just going to – because my team's not bad. I was just catching some hell. It's all good. And a couple of them play some tough matchups. Now, most important thing is I got to win. Yes. I have to win. Listen, man.
0: On my end, I clinched the division this weekend. I'm sitting at 10 and 3. I am racing the other 10 and 3. He has the head to head against me, so I need to have a better record than him. No, no, no. Don't know if that's one. When... no no no. You beat him already. So I have the head. So he needs to win.
2: Needs, well, that's why that's why you've been the number one seed since you guys played.
0: So uh-huh. if we both win, I have the number one overall seed.
2: Yeah, it would it would be nothing's changed. That's why you're the number one seed mm-hmm. now because when y'all played, you won. Then he lost another game, and then y'all end up being tied. And because you had the head-to-head, you—that's why you're the number one seed now. Beautiful. If you lose, he's—you lose. He's the number one seed because if if you lose and he wins, he's the number one seed. If okay. if y'all both lose, you're the number one seed. He has to finish with a better record than you. If I'm if I if that makes sense.
0: And I need to score. 68 more points than him to be the points leader as well because that because it, it's it's 40 for to lock the division up right that's the division winner gets 40.
2: no no, no. division winner gets 25 okay. Highest team gets 50.
0: okay so I, I i need jalen hurts to have another jalen hurts game and i need derrick henry to be derrick henry like i won this week but it's only about like seven
2: yeah, it's it's that time. It's that time. It's it's definitely do or die time. If you're out here, if you're out here and you're in the last week and still in playoff contention, you need to give yourself a pat pat on the back for at least giving yourself a chance to make the playoffs. And that when you drafted your team, was all you wanted was a chance to make the playoffs. So look at your lineups, look at your matchups for your players and put the best lineups out here. Good luck to everyone out here who is fighting for that last playoff spot. If you've already locked up your playoff spot, if you already locked up your first round bye, congratulations to you. But a lot of us in a couple leagues, this is it. This is it. The best step out there. And maybe don't start them if they play on Thursday night unless they are an absolute fucking gamer. Like, yeah. uh, Adams, you start them on Thursday night.
0: I'm actually in a bit of a kerfuffle. Oh, My, you have
2: Josh
0: Jacobs. Yeah, I have Josh Jacobs. I might. You well, we got to get out of here. Yeah, I got Josh Jacobs, and I've been sitting Garrett Wilson, and Garrett Wilson's been balling. I, feel like I need Garrett Wilson needs to get into this lineup in some form or fashion. So it's either bench Debo Samuel, or it's going to be benching Josh Jacobs to get him in the lineup because Garrett Wilson's been going off. We'll be chatting. I'm curious, I'm curious to see what you do, man. All
2: right, Danny, yeah. let the people know where to find us.
0: Find us Twitter, Instagram, speak on an underscore or pod. For those of audio adventure or, or right now, remember, send us an email, speakonitpod14 at gmail.com. Speak on it, pod14 at gmail.com, where answer questions. Speak on an underscore pod, Twitter, Instagram. Find me on the bird app at DannyOcean41. Hey,
2: make sure you guys follow me on Instagram, Twitter, IG, um YouTube, Twitch at Los Demix. That's L-O-S-D-E-E-M-I-X. Make sure you guys follow the pod. Make sure you send us your questions at speak on it pod 14 at Gmail. Um, I can't wait next week um to hear about everyone's fantasy stories. Listen, if you if you're going into week 14 and this is your last week to try to make the playoffs. And you make the playoffs. Let us know if you don't make the playoffs. Let us know. Tweet us. Let us know your results. Yes. How, how it works out. You know, I'm, I'm gonna be sure to let y'all know what it's like. But I'm in five. I'm in five fantasy football leagues. I'm, I'm in the playoffs for three. Trying to get uh, a first round buy in three. I already have a first round buy in two. I'm going for the third one. And I'm trying to be a wild card team in these last two. So I'm gonna let y'all know the updates on that. Uh, Danny, I think you're in- what three leagues two of them you don't I mean one of them you don't really care about two of them you're pretty serious in
0: I'm in four leagues two the two ESP leagues I I am the one seed and I am dominating dynasty looking to next year the Yahoo I ain't checked it he
2: he ain't even checking it we'll see all right people holla at us and I'm gonna get us out of here this is Metro Spider shout out to Metro Boomin that album go crazy this is Metro Spider young thug Metro Boomin
0: Thanks, everyone, for stopping by.
1: Peace.